mind. I, I think this thing's on. Yep, it's the lights on. Hi, I'm Jack Strobe. Normally, my roommate, Max Adams, introduces this podcast, but he is currently undergoing some sort of process called the sifting. Don't know much about it. He's basically been kidnapped. However, the agency that kidnapped him sent a replacement. They've sent multiple replacements to try to keep his podcast going. Each one, so far, has died. They continue to send new ones. Somehow they're getting clones of Max. They sound like him. Usually there's something weird or different about them. But they've tried to keep the podcast going. Now, unfortunately, there hasn't been a new one that's come since the last one died. Maybe they ran out. Maybe they only had so many. So maybe it's me that has to do some sort of recording this week. I looked at the Patreon feed. Nobody new has signed up for Patreon for me to make fun of. I mean, honor. There's no new reviews. So listeners, leave a review so I can read it on the air. Feel free to join our Patreon so we can dedicate a whole episode to you. Well, maybe there's some way I can get in touch with this agency. Oh, wait. The portal just opened up. That portal looks just like the agency's portal. I think finally Max's replacement is here. Maybe he can take over this so I can go back to watching TV. Hello, sir. Wait, you're not Max. You look nothing like Max. You're the worst Max clone I have ever seen. I am not Max. No, no, I am not. You are Dextro? Yes. I'm with the agency. I have Max's latest replacement. Oh, good. I have him waiting just on the other side of the portal there, but I wanted to come through first and give you a little bit of a warning. Oh, okay. I've seen one with lobster claws for hands. I don't know what you need to warn me about. You guys are not making exactly perfect clones here. That was an excellent Max replacement. Such a shame, the way it ended. Speaking of which, I don't know how, but for some reason, this mission has claimed more replacements in a shorter period of time than any sifting candidate in history. So we've had to accelerate our max replacement program. We are in a time crunch, so this one, let's just say he's not fully baked. Ah, okay. What, is he like a foot tall or something? He's just, let's just say, excessively immature. Ah, okay. I just need you to be prepared for that. We do apologize. We are working on another. Once we have one that is fully formed, we'll swap out for you again. But for now, we know that Max's duties are on a weekly schedule, so we knew we had to send one over today at the latest. I appreciate it. Maybe I can get back to watching Breaking Bad. You do you, sir. We do have the replacement. So I'm going to go over there and get him, send him on through. Just wanted you to be prepared. Ah, now, okay, you look more like Max, although perhaps a younger Max. I can see what he meant, that you're not fully baked. Hey, hi. I, I, yeah, I'm Max. <laughs> this is a nice lab. Oh, you must be uh, Jack Strobe. Listen, I don't know what that guy told you. I got all the necessary information for this mission. I'm fully prepped. <laughs> prepped. <laughs> get it? Prepped. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, yeah. I can't say I do. Yeah, you get it. You see, I'm raising my eyebrows, right? You, you see that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing the joke there. <laughs> anyway, what I mean is I've read all about all of Max's missions, and I am ready to go and continue on this mission. But listen, here's the thing. I'm also aware that I am, what, the fifth replacement now that has been sent to replace this guy, and that all four of the others have died. Yeah. Yeah. Not so good. Yeah. So I'm going to mix it up. Okay. 
I am not going to go to another dimension at this time because I read the full dossier and I know that another big part of what he's doing here is to spread the word. And obviously, this podcast is not doing the trick. He hasn't had a lot of amazing success in the time he's been doing this podcast, spreading the word about multiple dimensions. So we need to take it to the next level. We need to reach a bigger audience, right? You with me? So what we're doing is I'm going to go meet Ira Glass and tell him all about this and get us on this American life. Oh, the podcast kind of like about ordinary people doing ordinary things but yet somehow kind of interesting in a hipster way. It's not just kind of interesting. It's amazing. Okay, listen, in addition to reading the whole dossier, pretty much the whole time I've been in that vat cooking up, they had This American Life playing. Okay, so I've listened to a lot of it. Ira Glass is amazing. The show is amazing. It's not ordinary. It is the biggest and best podcast. All right. Well, I hope the listeners find that interesting. I'm getting back to my Breaking Bad. So I need to go to Chicago to meet with the producers of This American Life, tell them all about the parallel Earths, and get this in front of a lot of people. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to the airport right now, get on the first plane to Chicago. I'm actually not going to record that part of the trip. That does not sound like very good tape. So I'm going to pause it here, and we'll click it back on when we're ready to get onto This American Life. I'm sure it'll be today. All right, well, have a safe trip, Max. <laughs> That's what she said. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. Uh, right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to Chicago. Title of your state. Okay, I'm here. This is the headquarters of WBEZ Chicago, and I'm in the lobby. I just talked to a security guard, and they would not let me up without an appointment. I don't have an appointment. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make an appointment with the security guard. You have to know somebody in there to get an appointment. It seems like a bit of a catch-22. <laughs> catch-22. <laughs> Eyebrow raise. Eyebrow raise. Yeah. I'm getting a few weird looks from the passersby, but they know what I mean. Catch-22. Anyway, I need to get up there, but I can't. So it's getting close to lunchtime, and I'm hoping that maybe... They come down and go through the lobby here on their way to lunch. There are some food trucks right outside. And I don't know. That seems like my best bet because otherwise know how I'm going to get an appointment or get to see any of the big wigs of This American Life. And I need to talk to them like, you know, Seth Lind, the producer, or, or Ira Glass, ideally, you know. But, yeah, I, hopefully somebody will come down here that I recognize and I'll be able to at least talk with them. I'm sure once they hear about Parallel Dimensions, I'll have their attention. Obviously, just sitting here in the lobby is not going to be very interesting tape, so I may just turn this off until I actually run into one of them. Uh, well, I, I don't know. There's a, a couple of elevators just came down. I don't know, that one, just a couple of ladies coming out of that one. There's a large group coming out of this elevator. I, hmm, yeah, I don't recognize any of them. Wait, wait, wait. There's someone in the middle. I can't quite get a look at. Oh, I think it's, I think it's Ira Glass. Yeah, it's a food truck. It sells nothing but kale salad. No, I wasn't making a joke. I'm really going to have kale salad. I've got to keep up my hipster credit. Ira, Ira, Ira. Oh, oh gosh, this is perfect. Hi, Ira. Ira, listen, I need to talk to you about something very important. Parallel dimensions. Yes, yes. A fan from WBEZ Chicago. I'm Ira Glass. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, I know who you are. Did you not hear me? I said parallel dimensions. The multiverse. This is huge. I need to talk to you about it. Well, you know, I haven't 
heard a lot of people around here talking about the multiverse. Fellas, you go on ahead to the kale truck. I'm going to talk to this gentleman for a minute. It's not a joke. I appreciate the sycophancy, but you need to laugh when I'm making a joke. (laughs) Sycophancy. (laughs) Yeah? Huh? Huh? Eyebrow raise? Sycophancy. I'm not sure I'm familiar with that angle on the word. Anyways, listen, I'm Max Adams, and I invented a machine called the Bageltron 2000 that opens up portals to other dimensions. It's a huge discovery, and I've been trying to share it with the world, but my podcast is not getting the kind of pickup that it needs to be able to spread this news far and wide. And I thought maybe since you have a much larger audience, we could connect and we could break this story together. You make an intriguing pitch. Let's take the elevator back to my office. Yeah, that sounds great. Going up. So you know about dimensional travel? Yeah, I've been to something like 200 different dimensions. I don't meet very many people who know about interdimensional travel. Wait. I'm one of the few. (gasps) You know. You know about inter... Do you listen to my podcast? I'm afraid not, no. I'm sure your podcast is wonderful. But my podcast... I get my ideas from other dimensions. I can tell you that. In fact, just about every creative mind in the industry who is consistently successful, they're just stealing stuff from other dimensions. They're dimensional travelers like me. This is amazing. Okay, so you invented... Wait, did you invent a portal machine too? Or did did someone else in the entertainment... How are you traveling to other dimensions? I'm a refugee. (gasps) I came from another dimension where hipsters are hunted like animals. I came here, and I find I'm worshipped as the king of the hipsters. Oh, wow. This is mind-blowing. Oh, gosh. But it sounds like you've been keeping dimensional travel a secret for many years, then. Are you willing to help me spread the word? I think it's time. Things have gotten a little stagnant with this American life. I think it's time that we really shake things up. Okay, great. Let's do it. Great. Well, as long as you don't, you know, steal my podcast idea of just traveling to a different dimension in each episode. That's kind of my thing. I think you're safe, Max. Okay, great. Wow, your office is really impressive. So is that six-foot-tall pair of eyeglasses in the corner actually prescription? It's my exact prescription. In fact, if I stand and look through one eye at a time, I can see crystal clear across the room. Wow, that's cool. You can see all the paintings are by contemporary artists that you should have heard of but have not. Yeah, I get that feel. Wow, this is great. So where should we start? Like, how are we going to get this word out? Well, you said you've been to lots of dimensions. Now, what I do, I follow the lives of people. I highlight the corners of our society. I think I'd be comfortable highlighting (laughs) something you've done. What's so funny? Oh, you, you said highlight the corners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm afraid I don't follow. I don't think I want to follow, actually. Maybe you could tell me about some of the places you've been to. Some place where you've made a difference. Where you've helped people have a voice who didn't previously have a voice. Where you've achieved some sort of social justice. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, oh, I got, I got tons of them, tons of them. Okay, so there's this one where I visited this dimension that had just been totally overrun by these robot turkeys, and I helped the people there shut them all down. Like, they had to go out and, like, hunt turkeys with guns. It was 
absolutely ridiculous. That was uh, episode uh, 20, 27. Yeah, 27. Wow, you have them memorized. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an important mission that I'm on. Yeah, so let me see. What else was there? Okay, this is one where I went to a barn, and this barn was on, like, a farm, right? But the farm was, like, backwards from what you're used to, where instead of people farming animals, somehow the animals were farming the people, and I helped the people escape. They got out of the barn. They were free. Wow. That was episode uh, 100. Very nice. Similar story, episode 177. There were these clones called Mary Lou, and they were running this coffee shop, and it was not a good situation. They were like slaves or something, and I helped them escape. A lot of helping people escape. Excellent. Any of those sound good? Like trails that we should go down? They're missing a certain pathos. (laughs) Pathos. That's a good one. That's a good one, pathos. You have such a filthy mind. No, no wonder I'm such a big fan. Pathos. Okay, okay, okay. Episode 186. There was this whole war going on with these guys called the loonies, right? And I stopped the war with Baby Shark. Wow, that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Stopped the war. I think we're getting warmer. No, okay, still not there. All right, all right, all right. What about episode 77? It's got that real personal touch. It was called Planet Hi-Fi because that's the one where I went to this planet, totally ruined, complete wasteland. Only one guy survived. I rescued him off that planet. And he traveled with me for quite a few weeks. It was amazing. We had a whole adventure together. I call him Hi-Fi Wilson for short. Max, this is perfect. Excellent. Awesome. This is the kind of story that we do on This American Life. Awesome. Perfect. I bet his story is amazing. It sounds like you two have a special bond. Let's go. Let's talk to Hi-Fi Wilson. Oh, right. I have some portal tech here. What dimension is he? Uh, well, see, the thing about Hi-Fi Wilson is he doesn't quite exist anymore. He died? N- no, it's just he kind of got absorbed. So the thing is, Wilson was this guy. He was in a lot of different dimensions, and they ended up all getting like absorbed into one singular entity Uh known as Wilson Supreme. So I guess Hi-Fi Wilson kind of exists in Wilson Supreme, but also Wilson Supreme is a different... It's not really the same person. It's not the same guy that I had all those adventures with. So... That's... Yeah. Very disappointing. Uh, So that's not going to work then? I don't think so. What else do you got? Oh, okay. How about this? There was this chocolate factory. Okay, I visited this chocolate factory, and the owner gave me the key to the chocolate factory, and then he disappeared. Okay. That happened in episode uh, 115. In episode 145, I went back to the chocolate factory and I found out that it had been taken over by that dimension's Jeff Bezos. A villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We solved that by moving the whole factory to another dimension so that the workers in the factory, these guys called the Grumbles, they could have a much more satisfied life. Like there was these dials and we tuned them in. We optimized for happiness of the workers, gave them the right amount of bathroom breaks, and we, and we turned back this, like, thirst for money. And it opened up this keyhole, and we turned the key, and we went to another dimension. And so, yeah, the factory is over there in this other dimension now, just churning away. It was, it's running itself when these grumbles are just manning this amazing candy factory and just pumping out happiness for everybody. That sounds like the sort of episode that would be beautiful. Let's revisit the grumbles. Let's see their improved lives. Let's hear 
their stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. It sounds like the plan is we're going to go visit the Grumbles and we can make that into a story on This American Life. That's right. And highlight all the work I've been doing, the amazing discovery of other dimensions and the whole multiverse. We're going to blow this thing wide open and show it to the world. Absolutely. All right. Are you familiar with dimensional coordinates display like this? If you remember the dimensional coordinates or have them written down, you can enter them right here. Perfect. Hang on, I got it in my folder here. Here we go. Okay. Just there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And okay. That's it. All right, there's the portal. I'm going to start my recording of this episode right now. Great. Awesome. From WBEZ Chicago, this is This American Life. I'm Ira Glass. On today's program, we have an idealistic young man who thinks he's done great good across something called the multiverse. Act one, an empty, desolate factory. What? Empty factory? Okay, why'd you say that? Well, in my podcast, which you say you've listened to, I divide it into acts. And this is the first act. No, I I understand that, of course. But I kind of figured that the titles came in post-production and you're just... uh, Is this like a placeholder? No, I ad-lib real time all of the act titles uh all right well let's go sure it's a really good looking portal you got there clean edges expensive whoa this this does look empty and desolate how did you how did you know it just comes to me wow i was here just a little over a year ago and this is an really astounding amount of decay for that short of a time. Looks like the walls are falling apart. There's vines growing on the inside here. Floor is completely broken up. Practically just dirt. Yeah, it looks awful. I can see that there used to be some candy, then it looks like it spilled here and melted onto the floor, and then some poor soul must have chipped it all up. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, you said you're recording, right? You can say that on the air? Oh, yeah. You have the filthiest mind. They're not going to edit that out? Maybe I'm missing something, Max, but it seems clean to me. Ah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. (laughs) Anyways, this is a problem. I'm not sure this was the best place to come for the story. There was a whole factory here. It was full of the workers, the grumbles. They've got to be around here somewhere. I'm sure we can find them. Max, when I start a story, I never let it go. I don't make mistakes, Max. This is the story. We're going to stay here as long as it takes to get our story. Come hell or high water. Okay. All right. Um, Hopefully we can scrounge up enough food, I guess, to sustain us while we do that. Did I mention... I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious I am holding this recorder. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing as fancy as what you've got, of course. But I am recording my podcast as well. But I think I'm going to stop mine and start it back up if we find something interesting. All right. But we're staying until we find your friends. Uh, okay. No matter how long it takes. Uh, okay. All right. At least it seems safe here, so it has that going for it. I have emergency food supplies. MREs made entirely of kale. We'll be fine. MREs made entirely of kale. Title of your <laughs> tape. <laughs> uh, you are so filthy. I do not understand your sense of humor, Max, but... Let's look around. Okay, all right, I'm gonna stop at the story. 
Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, definitely not Ira Glass Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Theme music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Want to learn Ira Glass's secret recipe for kale MREs? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and confusingly inappropriate peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. You all know I'm a hipster. Just call himself a hipster. <laughs> Why did you do that? Maybe, can you have like a, a group of guys all laughing? Like I made some great joke right there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Male laughter. Male group laughter. <laughs> <laughs>